Hi there, and welcome to the TXF Weekly News Podcast. I'm Ralph Ivey, and I'll be your host as we go through the headlines for this week in export and commodity finance. At txfnews.com, you can now find a deep dive into the latest news on Poland's mega-defence deal with Korea, which previously seemed set to benefit from a Kexim financing deal, but is now facing trouble. Now in the world of export and project finance, Northvolt has secured EU approval for 902 million euros in state aid from the German government to build an EV battery production plant in the city of Haida in North Germany. This will take the form of a 700 million euro direct grant and a 202 million euro guarantee. The European Commission has stated that this facility is crucial to the bloc's green energy transition and that without state aid, Northvolt would have relocated its plant to the United States in order to benefit from the Inflation Reduction Act. The facility will produce capacity for up to 1 million EVs per year by 2029. Royal Caribbean Cruises has closed an 848 million euro ECA-backed loan to finance the purchase of the Edge 5 cruise ship. BPI France is supporting the 12-year facility off the back of Chantier de l'Atlantique's involvement as the shipbuilder. RCC has closed a number of big-ticket ECA deals in recent years, most recently in 2020 with the support of Fenvera and Eula Hermes. Turkey's Ronasans and the Algerian state-owned energy group Sonatrach have formed a joint venture to establish a new petrochemicals plant on Algeria's Mediterranean coast. It is seeking to raise around 1 billion euros to fund construction. The International Development Finance Corporation is believed to have committed $550 million to the project already, while Seske is rumoured to be involved. The Amur Gas Chemical Complex a joint venture between Russian petchem group Cyber and China's Sinopec is looking to secure project financing via the Project Finance Factory. The PFF is a mechanism for priority industries in Russia to secure syndicated loans. This will be key to Amur's hopes of continuing development given the ongoing impact of international sanctions, which have so far forced a European contractor to pull out and various lenders in Europe and China to back away from the project. Upon completion, Amur Gas will become one of the largest polymer production units in the world, producing up to 2.7 million tonnes annually. In commodities and trade, the metals trader Gerald Group has closed its annual revolving credit facility for $185 million. It was oversubscribed and upsized from a launch of $150 million. The deal will refinance an existing $180 million facility. Credit Agricole and Deutsche Bank acted as joint book runners and MLAs. The Nigeria National Petroleum Company has signed a $3.3 billion pre-export finance facility with Afrexim Bank. Nigeria will pay an interest of 11.85% on the five-year deal. A similar facility recently sealed by Cocobod carries an interest of nearly 8%. The loan will be repaid through around 164 million barrels of crude starting from 2024. At current prices, the pledged oil is worth $12.8 billion, or more than three times the value of the PXF. Finally, 
Norway's parliament has voted in favour of allowing Arctic seabed mineral exploration for the first time. It hopes to become the first country to establish a deep sea mining industry in spite of protests from environmental campaigners. While no timeline has been established, it is expected that a similar model to Norway's oil and gas exploration will be followed, where companies are granted exclusive rights for specific areas after an application process. Protesters argue that not enough is yet known about the potential impact of mining on underwater ecosystems. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our weekly news podcast through your usual podcast provider. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram using the handle at TXF Media. Thanks for listening and I hope you have a great week. Hold up. 